really have to say that at the end of the podcast. This is the intro, though. So this is now, yeah. No so one's gonna a... know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you have to wait and see. You have to wait till the end of the cast yeah. to see what I shouldn't have said at the end of the cast because it didn't really apply. The one thing. Yeah, I don't normally say that at the end of the cast. Usually say it going into yeah and all the way all the way at the end yeah right but i guess i don't know they could enjoy the (laughs) outro too yeah probably but we didn't announce (laughs) that the outro was coming up so it's just like i said stick around yeah you did Mm. okay yeah anyways this they'll hear the music right yeah leading into the outro and i say stick around Uh uh-huh and then I yeah. sign off. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It's fine. We salvaged it. We don't have to delete the episode. <laughs> so anyway, um, today on the Supercast, we're going to be talking about the Transformers movie from 1986. Yep. The animated movie. The one that Nick watched a lot as a kid and I watched for the first time yesterday when you're listening to this. Yeah. And... Um, Bender did a good job recapping it. It's very fresh for you. It is. So Bender's got a good rundown of the uh, of the important plot points, and I, I chime in um, on that stuff a little bit and the stuff that really sticks out in my memory. Um, and uh, it's a fun discussion. Yeah, uh, a little movie here. Couple tangents like we normally do. Yeah, because we're so prone. Yeah. What would it be without tangents? Yeah, what would it be? So, as always, before we get into the episode, make sure that you check us out all across the internet, across social media, starting with our official website, superdivorceme.com. Um, while you're there, uh, on that landing page, you scroll down, you can sign up for our email list and get yourself a very exclusive uh brand new sneak peek type of track yeah the yes. only way you can get it yeah it's the, the only, only way you can get it it's not posted anywhere else nowhere so, but we will email that shit right to you won't say anything else about it just go and sign up and and it all it all happens from there yeah within minutes you will be listening to a, a very brief glimpse into where things are going here uh-huh and uh where else where else can they catch up with us bender well you can find us on instagram at super divorce band uh snapchat at super divorce twitter at super divorce uh you know what i just realized we would be without if what we would be without tangents though what we'd just be sine and cosine oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways um you can follow follow us all over social media because we're doing cool stuff on Facebook and Twitter. Um, we'll try to move it over to Instagram here pretty soon. But if you would like to follow me, um, you can follow me on Instagram at BenderButt. That's probably the best place to follow me. Or you can add me on Facebook. I don't care. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BenderButts. And you can follow me on Snapchat at Bender's Butt. And you can follow me any place that he just mentioned at Nicholas Villars. Just my name. Yep. So, super, super easy. 
Super easy, super simple. Nick doesn't do a lot online though. You manage the the band pages more than you manage your own pages. Once once the band stuff is really got ahead of steam then i'll jump back in my personal stuff but yeah i feel like there's been so much to focus on there has with band shit trying to take care of that first yeah but but if you follow me one day one day it'll be worth it <laughs> <laughs> so until then um here's another episode enjoy chefs we are not getting a divorce we are not getting a divorce talking all about the uh transformers animated movie the original one from some time in the 80s 1986 1986 yes i was uh the ripe old age of one year <laughs> when this came out but of course uh you know i rented this movie countless times from the video store yeah as soon as i was old enough um today was the first time i've ever seen it ever first time ever have yep. you ever watched any of the cartoon no no i've never seen the cartoon i've only seen this movie had you seen the michael bay films yes at all yeah what was your impression of those um i mean i liked them when i when i first saw them mm -hmm. um i i grew up with transformers beast wars oh yeah Beast Wars I, was great. I, uh, I I didn't even watch it like religiously, but I remember it was on. I think it was on Toonami for a little bit, um, but it was also on you know, Cartoon Network and stuff at other times. And I remember liking it. I had a couple Beast Wars toys, mm -hmm. but uh, I was really into the first season of that. Yeah, um, it was always on before school in like seventh grade. Yeah. I think is when it came on. When I remember it being on initially. Yeah, so that's the I've I've always been, of course, like pretty much like any kid. I've always been familiar with Transformers, but I've never dove into uh, anything other than the toys. I feel like Transformers, um, they're like a franchise that everyone at least kind of likes. Yeah, I don't know anyone who actively dislikes Transformers, <laughs> right? You know? So, uh, so I guess. If you're familiar with the movies, like the Michael Bay films, and going and watching this is quite a bit different. Um, it is, but I think it's it's only because like it's just it's it's so eighties it hurts. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, it's I can't even I can't even tell you guys how eighties <laughs> this movie is. It's the music and the sound effects and like the pacing even. The animation is great, by I the way. The I love it. That's it's it's the same animation as like uh Robotech mm -hmm. uh and like those older anime series. Yeah. And I love that. I love the look of those like they still look drawn, very, very uh drawn and it's it's really, really cool. But it was a it was cool because Transformers and, like, 
Voltron at that point had like a very distinct look. Yeah. You didn't know what anime was when you were right. a kid back then. Right. You know, it was just they looked very much different than like the rest of the cartoons you were used to seeing on the Thundercats TV. the same yeah. same way. It's mm-hmm. it's very I feel like all of them are very Eastern inspired yeah. with their animation style. So. It's very different from the Smurfs or Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, did you see the video I posted today? Yeah, <laughs> of that song. You've got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. <laughs> oh my god! The one, the, like right off the bat, if we're talking about the soundtrack, first of all, uh, it was so insanely 80s but the one thing that really like i i really liked the movie honestly but there were just like minor things throughout Mm -hmm. that kind of threw me off like most notably the fact that weird owls dare to be stupid yeah is just like in the middle of the movie Mm -hmm. and there's like a whole there's a scene where like it's playing over everything like louder than everything else and all of the robots are like dancing on this junk planet, and it's just like dare to be stupid, dare to be stupid. And I'm like, what kind of what kind of message mm-hmm. is this sending to young '80s children, where a bunch of robots are dancing around like fools, and it's just like dare to be stupid. Um, have fun. <laughs> I guess I don't really know. It just, like, felt like such an odd song choice. Yeah. Such a weird... It was, like... I don't know, the whole... And the soundtrack as a whole, like... It makes even the most dire situations in the movie really exciting because mm-hmm. the soundtrack is so, like, upbeat and yeah, positive. Yeah, triumphant the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Even when the Autobots are getting their asses kicked, it's mm-hmm. just like, Yeah, we got this! Yeah! Yeah! So, so soundtrack, thumbs up, mm-hmm. you go weirdness with Weird Al. I mean, it's like, the soundtrack is like the most 80s thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So, overall, you enjoyed it. I did. I did. Do you want to, like, since this is our new format, do you want to, like, break down the movie a little bit kind of like we did yeah, on super bit, little, super scary and a little uh, a little rundown yeah 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 sure um so most people even if you aren't like a diehard transformers fan you know you've got the autobots and the decepticons yeah. and um in this movie uh it it kind of i don't know i don't want to say it well it shakes up the formula from the the show quite a bit you know and um and you start out with uh um well first thing you see is unicron yeah destroying some other robot planet Mm -hmm. this movie Mm -hmm. establishes that there are tons of robot planets out there and tons of different types of robots yeah they're not all autobots and they're not all decepticons there's just like whole planets with completely different unrelated robots to the to the series Mm -hmm. and unicron is eating them all apparently and um 
I, well, real quick, I want to throw in that uh, I know I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but this I have to say that I think I mentioned it last week. This has uh, one of the most devastating things that I can remember seeing in a movie as a young child. I can. Who was a fan of Transformers, you know, yeah. before seeing the movie. Right. I think that I definitely watched the show a bit before I before I saw the film. Uh-huh. So you're you're familiar with Optimus and spoiler alert, he dies at some point. Yeah. Um well, he dies in quotes kind of. I mean, he like he he dies and doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like but of course over time. Yeah, over it, time just like anybody. Yeah. But um yeah, so you get like you're dealing with a, a different Autobot leader mm-hmm. throughout a good portion of the movie, Ultra really. Magnus. Yeah. And who seems like the way cooler version of Optimus Prime, but like yeah. he's not as good like as far as the universe is concerned like he's not as good as optimus prime Mm -hmm. but like for me i was like ultra magnus looks way cooler and seems way cooler than optimus prime he yeah i mean he's like he looks like more powered up i guess in a way he looks stronger more battle ready for some reason but i still i feel like optimus just in his normal ass form is just more iconic I mean, he is. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, And then, uh, you know, I I also really enjoy um, Hot Rod, who is voiced by Judd Nelson. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the movie being as 80s as possible. Right. You know. Um, But, uh, yeah, so while you're dealing with, uh, with Ultra Magnus on the... Uh, Decepticon side, which is um, a departure from the show, you, you're also dealing with a new leader on the Decepticons at a certain point in the movie when Starscream takes over. Yeah. And they kind of toss Megatron out into space. Literally. The, yeah, literally. Yeah. Not kind of, that's what they actually they, do. That's what they, they do. <laughs> they, they, they open up a ship door and they throw him out into space. Yeah. And... While he's floating, that's when, um, that's when the, uh, the sort of broken down robots that they've thrown out the hatch from the Decepticon ship, they are encountered by, um, what's this one? Unicron. Unicron. And they kind of make a deal between, uh, Unicron and, uh, Megatron. Yeah. And... Then you get Galvatron, uh-huh. who I always thought was pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I liked. I thought Galvatron was sweet, um, and that's you know that's skipping forward ahead just a tad in the movie. In between that, uh, very briefly, you have you basically have Unicron attacking a planet, and that's sort of like your setup, and then uh, you've got um, fucking Cybertron is ruled by the Decepticons at this point. But for some reason, the Autobots are just, like, still chilling mm-hmm. on the moons and just, like, just kind of sort of waiting around to launch an attack against the Decepticons. 
and uh, there's also a Transformers city on Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, I don't, I don't know. It was a little, it was a little silly, especially when Optimus is like asking around the moon bases if there's any Decepticon activity while there's a Decepticon right outside the window. Yeah, and they're all just like, nope, no activity <laughs> over here. <laughs> but anyways, um, Optimus decides to send a ship to the Earth city. Transformers Earth City, um, to get uh, Allspark or something mm-hmm. or yeah. Energon, Energon to yeah, get the, Energon. The Allspark is kind of their religious relic, right? In a way. Right. So he sends him to get Energon. I don't know; it's not really clear, but uh, the Decepticons attack the ship on the way to earth and they kill everybody on board which i think including ironhide and then they get to earth and they attack uh autobot city and then they kind of destroy it kind of not and then they retreat and then they all go back into space and that's and then that is the exact point where starscream throws megatron's broken body out of the ship Mm mm-hmm because they need to lose weight for some... Because uh, Locomotive Tron, or whatever his yeah. name is... Astro Train. Yeah. Astro Train can't carry... He's carried everybody this far, but he can't carry everybody any farther, apparently. So uh, that's when Megatron meets up with Unicron and becomes Galvatron. And, like I said... I always thought Galvatron was really sweet as a kid, even though he's really bad. You know, he's yeah, just, he's a. Uh, I don't know. There's a difference between between him and Ultra Magnus, and that it's actually still it's still Megatron. Megatron you know, yeah. so I was actually really bummed out that all of the Decepticons got to like transform mm-hmm. and none of the Autobots had like a next form or anything like that. Like, you know, ultra ultra Magnus at one point needs to be repaired and they just like repair him and he just looks exactly the same. Like mm-hmm. he's not any different or anything. And what would you have done? Um, different colors. Yeah. Uh, cause like Meg, cause Megatron going from Megatron to Galvatron like first of all I never I don't understand whose idea it was to make Megatron transform into a gun that Starscream holds yeah (laughs) because Megatron hates Starscream so much Mm -hmm. but like he's only useful in a fight if Starscream handles him (laughs) (laughs) but then like outside of gun form he has that giant cannon on his arm yeah so why would you bother like why bother at all like no he can't transport himself everybody else turns into a fucking vehicle maybe it was just a rib to like fucking piss off starscream yeah it's like like, hold me yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've got this huge cannon that's going to be just as effective as me if i transform but i want to inconvenience you starscream so i'm gonna transform now and you're gonna fucking shoot me yeah like i don't know i 
It's and then like the fact that uh, all of the Autobots throughout the whole movie, they only ever transform to drive like a hundred feet and then they transform back into robot form. It's like yeah. you could have just run. You <laughs> easily... trying to sell toys. They yeah. are. They really. <laughs> when you put it, when you put it like that, when you're just like, well, this whole movie is because they're trying to sell toys. It's yeah. kind of like, well, like yeah. there's no, there is no hiding what they were doing back then right it's not like this was some great artistic piece that like they started making toys of it's like this is basically an hour and a half long commercial for toys yeah so because like especially at the beginning when autobot city is under attack and the decepticon like uh is targeting hot rod and he transforms into a tank and is like targeting him and then uh I, I can't remember his name. It was It's something silly like Gur or Gust or something like that. It's very short. But he he's just like, Hot Rod, look out! And he transforms into a car, drives like 30 feet over just like one little hill, and then transforms back into a robot, robot and grabs the, the tank and like lifts it up so that it misses yeah. Hot Rod. It's just like, you probably... You probably could have got there if you ran. Probably. Like, it's, you know. Or jumped. Or jumped. You know. <laughs> or jumped, but he was just like, no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta have the transformations. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna say, when you brought up the gun. Yeah. Like, that version of Megatron is so expensive, if you can find it. Really? Mm-hmm. Like because... like an actual a whole transformer like from the from the eighties yeah like the original one that I think yeah it's it's at least several hundred dollars Jeez. I mean in in the box it's probably more than that right it's in really good condition but I, obviously that's probably not something that they're gonna put out these days. They've put out plenty of, like, I feel like they've put out plenty of special edition Optimus Prime figures where he transforms into, like, a full semi, you know, you're able to make him into a full semi, but no, no Megatron. Well, I think it would be too controversial. Oh, that's lame. I know. It's true, you're so right, but that's really lame, like, you can't have a robot turn into a gun i mean they still make like blasters and stuff for star yeah, wars i know it's it's dumb because even some of the transformer toys come with guns that they can right hold in their hand but i maybe it's because that particular transformation is very just i don't know it doesn't look like insanely futuristic you know it just it looks like you, someone would make the argument, well, if my kid walks outside, someone might think he has a real gun, even though yeah, it's a Transformer. And I guess. It's like the muted colors on it. and Yeah, but like you wouldn't... You I'm know. not arguing in favor of not making new right. Megatron toys. I'm just... Right. I, I, I can anticipate what is being said probably in boardroom meetings where they're like, we should re-release that original Megatron. And then someone's like, no, 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 no. Well, but I think, you know, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, you know, a collector's series to where you're not just going to market it out, you know, and have it on Walmart shelves. It's going to be like 
an $80 figure, Mm -hmm. you know, that's like decent, really good quality, you know, that comes in like a collector's case or whatever. Yeah. That's more along the lines of what I was thinking, like re-release a special edition, something that people probably 16 and over are going to be the only ones that even know it exists, you know, and make it fucking transform into a gun. Mm -hmm. The other point I was going to make way back when we started this tangent (laughs) was that I really liked Galvatron because it felt like... Um, a complete upgrade from Megatron. Like, Megatron turned into a handgun yeah. that Starscream had to yield. Galvatron was able to turn into a whole cannon yeah. that, like, just stood on its own and he would fire. I mean, he mm-hmm. couldn't, still couldn't move. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's it felt like a really uh, practical upgrade. Yeah, more of a natural evolution yeah. of that particular character. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. And I really liked it, and I wished that... Again, like I said, I wished all of the Autobots had, like, new forms, too, because Mm -hmm. Galvatron was such a good idea, I think. Yeah. So, fast-forwarding towards the end of the movie, Unicron is a Transformer. Yeah, big surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Which, talking about toys, that would be a sweet re-release. A unicron. Like a full, uh, I don't know, fucking five foot tall unicron. I don't even know how you would you would do that. They yeah. had a unicron, they have a unicron toy, don't they? They do, but I don't think it's like, it doesn't capture unicron right. in unicron's glory, you know? Unicron's one of those enemies like... Uh, He's really, he's cool because, like, he is, he's a huge planet, and when he transforms to attack Cybertron, it's like he literally punches the planet. Like, it's not like he transforms and then lands on Cybertron. Yeah. It's like he transforms and can hold Cybertron in his hand. Mm -hmm. So he's just, like, smacking it and crushing, like, whole continents Mm -hmm. on the planet. Uh, and they have to figure out a way to defeat him. Um, this is after, well, and the whole reason, um, Unicron teams up with Megatron, I guess it's definitely worth mentioning is because he's after the Autobot Matrix. Apparently the Autobot Matrix is like the only thing that can stand in Unicron's way of, I guess, devouring the whole galaxy. He doesn't explicitly say. Yeah. But the Matrix was kept by uh, Optimus Prime, like, in his chest. Just like the AllSpark in the Michael Bay movies, Mm -hmm. if you've seen them. Uh, So, when Optimus Prime dies, he gives the Matrix to um, Ultra Magnus, right? Yeah. Yeah. He gives it to Ultra Magnus, and then... uh, Ultra Magnus loses it to Megatron, and then, uh, fast forwarding to when Unicron is attacking Cybertron, um, Hot Rod fights Megatron for control of the Matrix. And Hot Rod, earlier in the film, is kind of like, um, he's kind of like the guardian of the underworld in a way. Like, or where the. I guess you want to call it a cemetery or whatever the, what is it? The 
smelting smelting fields or something like that. Okay. I can't remember. I don't the remember. Name. I don't know. Well, it's basically where they're throwing all of the rubbish uh-huh. and all the old dead non-functioning transformers. You're talking about like the big junkyard planet they land on? Yeah, uh, I thought there was like that one, there was that group of them um, that like all came up out of the junk and the leader was like Chinese but he talked with a British accent. He had, yeah, like, there's a, that guy. He had a Fu Manchu. Yeah. Because Hot Rod just like hangs out with that kid the whole time. By the way, there's two humans in the whole fucking movie. Spike Whitney. and Daniel. Hold on, I'm, I've, I have to look this up now. Okay. There, Yeah, there's two humans in the whole movie. A father and son, Spike and Daniel, and they really don't do anything, so they're not that important. Although Spike said shit one time. <laughs> one time in this, what I think it's like a, was it PG-13 or pg uh, probably PG, wasn't it? Probably. You could get away with a little more back then than a PG movie. Yeah, and it's only one time, but they're just, like, flying away, and Spike just says, yeah, like... Yeah, it's PG. Spike just, like, yells shit very mm-hmm. clearly and plainly. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, oh, so that's what's gonna happen yeah. in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's some shit in the, the new Power Rangers Oh yeah, the yeah. the live action one. Yeah, well, they're all live action, but while you're looking that up, I gotta say, you know the uh, the sound effects really got me. Yeah, in this movie, you know, it was all like. You know, the first five minutes of the movie is all intense and crazy, you know. And then uh, Unicron, you know, gets the whole planet. He eats the whole planet, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it shows, like, the process of, like, everything going through Unicron and being, you know, like, distributed and then to power him up or whatever. Yeah. But it shows the one thing that's like basically his mouth and it's like two doors that are close opening and closing and instead of a sound effect where it's just like boom 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 or something like that you get and i was like what and it's like it's just like eating you know and it's like oh no no and i was like that's the wrong sound effect that's 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 incorrect and then, like, all of their lasers, you know, instead of, I don't know, think of all, all the Star Wars lasers, you know, yeah. just shooting and stuff. But their lasers in Transformers were just like, zoop, zoop, like, I can't even do it properly. But it sounded like, uh, you know those those batons that you hold and you, like, flip them over and they've got the thing inside that goes down and they make the weird noise yeah you know yeah like whatever it is that's what their fucking lasers sound like (laughs) and i was as i was watching it i was thinking to myself okay they might have done this to make it 
less dramatic because the whole movie is like the themes and what you're seeing and what's actually happening is pretty intense. Yeah. So I feel like if they're trying, if, you know, in the eighties, if they were trying to market this to young children, they were like, okay, well we have to find a way to make it kind of silly because the Autobots really get their asses kicked like the entire movie until the end. Yeah. So it's a very dire situation the whole time. That might have been one of those things where they like showed the script to someone at Hasbro and they're like, okay, but make sure that the music is fucking upbeat. Yeah. (laughs) Because this is heavy. <laughs> this is heavy shit. So they had like silly ass sound effects and then just the most triumphant 80s rock you've ever heard. Yeah. Playing throughout the entire movie. But. Uh, just to like finish out your plot here. Basically Hot Rod is fighting Megatron for control of the Matrix He eventually gets control of the Matrix and opens it and uh, becomes becomes Rodimus Prime. (laughs) And I was butthurt that Hot Rod became like a new Prime and not Ultra Magnus. Again, I wanted Ultra Magnus to be way cooler than he was. Well, I feel like he was already... Um, I don't know. He was already kind of like on that next level. At least that's compared to everyone else. Yeah. So, I mean, he's the one that Optimus passes the Matrix to. So he obviously has some sort of uh, rank that's mm -hmm. higher than everybody else. Yeah. I'm sure they never say it, but I'm sure he was probably like the quote unquote leader of autobot city yeah because when they get attacked everybody looks to ultra magnus to see what to do Mm -hmm. but you know and going back to megatron galvatron and everything when hot rod becomes rodimus prime he just fucking looks the same nothing happens to him there's a little bit of difference i don't think so Hold on. Maybe I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna see a side by side. Maybe I like wasn't paying explicit attention, but I didn't think he changed all that much. <coughs> because they very swiftly defeat Unicron afterwards. Spoilers, we're not we're not super scarying this where we're like dancing around. This no. is this is spoiler heaven right here. <laughs> I mean he gets bigger. and it looks like he has it looks like he might have like maybe no see this is a bad picture well here's his transformation when he's in a vehicle form there's definitely a difference yeah, Rodimus versus Hot Rod vehicle form is insanely different. Yeah, but it looks like otherwise, you know, it's very, it is very similar. He just gets bigger. 
Yeah. Yeah, he just like there's it's like nothing. It's very disappointing compared to the Megatron Galvatron transformation. Yeah. I feel like maybe a few more pieces of armor yeah. here and there and maybe uh, mixing up the color scheme a little bit. Yeah. Could have done some uh, some wonders for that. Mhm. Cuz Galvatron gets that nice like blue and silver with the red cannon. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. I'm gonna... we'll, we'll put up. we'll put these pictures on Facebook. Yeah. We'll put up a Galvatron Megatron comparison and a Hot Rod Rodimus Prime comparison. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can see what we're talking about here. Yeah. Because uh Megatron, yeah, he he definitely gets an upgrade that's noticeable. Yeah. All the all the Decepticons that get upgraded by Unicron are noticeably different. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find what I was. Maybe I was just thinking of the scene where they're driving along because I couldn't find anything on that. Unless there's something from an old show that I'm remembering. Yeah, rolling around in my dome. <laughs> I didn't watch this just today like you did. So yeah, I'm trying to recall. But I have, um, anyway, I've, uh, I enjoy putting this movie on just in the background, mm -hmm. even if I don't have the sound on. Yeah. I just like looking at it and turning around and seeing it on the TV while I'm yeah. working and shit. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a very fun movie. It is. It's, it's definitely worth checking out i mean i did enjoy it you just have to like you know once again you're, you're well you kind of have to put yourself in the shoes of an of a kid in 1986 yeah like you know but i i enjoyed it for what it was and i again like i said the uh the situations and the themes throughout the movie are very dark so mm -hmm. I feel like that's why they had to make such an upbeat soundtrack and kind of use silly sound effects. So if you put your mind somewhere where, you know, all of the lasers sound like, you know, the type of lasers you're used to, mm -hmm. you know, and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff, if you just make it all sound serious, it's, it'd be a PG-13 movie, I feel like. Yeah, if they did like a recut uh -huh. with like a different... Different like, sounds. Yeah. There's even one quick part uh right in the beginning when again when unicron is eating the planet uh one of the ships that's like trying to fly away gets like caught in his gravity mm -hmm. and gets sucked back in and goes through the mouth like when you're watching the mouth from the inside he goes through and gets chomped up and it like the ship kind of explodes but like what you have to assume because the robots is like oil yeah like sprays everywhere but it's kind of reddish it looks like blood mm -hmm. almost and it was only it was the only time in the whole movie but still it was very i felt like it was very graphic and uh it was really cool it was it was good i was just thrown off by the mm -hmm. <laughs> in the background did you know that optimus died no no but i wasn't 
completely shocked just because he dies in the second Michael Bay movie. Hmm. So I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, they definitely used this movie for inspiration, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't think I've seen past the first, no, maybe I saw the first two Michael Bay Transformers They're the only ones I've ever seen. I never saw the third one or there's a third one, the fourth one, and then there's Age of Extinction with all the Dinobots, and then they're coming out with Last Night. Transformers Last Night. I just like you know what, I could I could deal with Michael Bay's film style and all the explosions and all that shit. It's like that's what kinda uh, yeah. I mean it's not like while there are some heavy themes that you can toy around with, it's not an Oscar-winning drama. It's Transformers. Okay, yeah. it's fine. But I just never got over how they looked in the new movies. I just don't like the way that they look compared really? to the cartoons. I feel like there's too much going on. I don't like the busyness of it and like how much, how many, how many pieces it looks like there are compared to the very like very geometric designs of the old cartoon characters yeah you know lots of simple shapes that make up all of the different robots yeah lots of squares lots of triangles and different things like that different combinations i'm not so bothered by the designs of the michael bay movies only because I do think that they help to greatly differentiate who's who. Yeah. Because, you know, in this movie, Optimus Prime is no is recognizable, Hot Rod is recognizable, and Bumblebee is recognizable. Even though Bumblebee's like not even in it. So it's interesting that they chose Bumblebee as such a huge role in the Michael Bay movies. Mm-hmm. But um like Ironhide and everybody else just looks more like a soldier, mm-hmm. you know, or a background character rather than somebody who you assume, I assumed after the Michael Bay movies, that was a more important character. Yeah. You know, and now I haven't seen the cartoons, so they, <clears throat> they very well could be. But I liked the 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 difference um, in look for all of the Autobots, at least. I do, I will say I hate pretty much all of the Decepticon designs in the Michael Bay movies. Megatron looks ridiculous. Yeah. Starscream looks ridiculous. I mean, they all look really, really dumb in robot form. Um, Even if they would have... I don't know. It, it feels like such a departure in the movies for me. Yeah. Just, it, it almost... Like you said... I don't know, they're they're nearly unrecognizable in some instances. And I feel like it should have at least been one of those things where you look at the character in the movie and you're like, oh, well, I know who that is. Yeah. And I feel like with a lot of them, you would have no idea, really, unless you'd seen, Yeah. you know. So. And they really, you know, the movies really uh, make it, they they really drive home that Megatron and Starscream are the only Decepticons that matter. Mm-hmm. Like they almost don't even name any of the other ones, you know. Yeah. 
So, is Soundwave in the movies? Do you not know? that I know of. I if he lo- is, he's very background. I always love Soundwave and Blaster. The they're the tape the the ones that turn into boom boxes. Yeah, and they yeah. have like the four mini robots they yeah. can just unleash at any time. Those are so cool. Yeah. I actually I bought um, I bought Lazarus of Blaster, and they have a Soundwave. Of like the new series, which are, it seems like they're doing like a re-release of all of the original characters, but they look updated. Actually, I've got one over here that I bought. Where did I put it? Oh, two of them. In fact, I got a laser beak and um, throttle and breakaway. And see, like they they're oh, a little yeah. bit they're a little different. But I, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if you could have jazzed them up for the movies like that, yep. then they look modern, but the colors are the same, and it's got that classic feel to it still. Yeah. Yeah, this would be this this would have been way cooler. Yeah. I don't know to overcomplicate everything all the time yeah well. stupid hollywood yeah well as much as you like the new power rangers movies do you still hate the way they look like after seeing them or after seeing the movie and seeing the rangers like in action i feel like it was a little easier to digest uh-huh i'm still not in love with how they look right but it's okay what about goldar um well, I don't know, like, it's not Goldar from the show. No, not even close. Not even close. But the way that Goldar is portrayed in the movie, it makes sense. Uh-huh. It's just supposed to be, like, this fucking, basically like a, a mindless husk that's controlled by Rita. Oh, okay. Made out of gold. Uh-huh. Literally. So, I mean... I would have liked to seen an armored gargoyle. That would have been cool. Yeah. But <laughs> but I understand. Right. You know. So it's not as it's not as big of a deal to me. Yeah. All right. Well, final thoughts on Transformers movie. What are what's like maybe uh, a real good memory of it or something for you? Um just just renting it countless times, yeah. you know, as a youngster. And and being very sad about Optimus, you know. <laughs> uh huh. Um, that's what I remember most. I remember, you know, seeing it at the video store, just on the shelf there, you know. And I think uh, there was one place that I can remember getting it from in particular, and they had. You know the X-Men tapes that I have? You've seen those? Oh, yeah. 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 And they've got, like, that plastic uh-huh. container around them. There was a video store, uh, like a local place, and all of their tapes had that. Nice. And I remember having the, uh, the Transformers tape in that, whatever you call it, protective case. Uh-huh. And I always thought those were cool. But yeah. anyway, yeah. What, what comes to mind when I think back on this movie is being in my grandparents' basement back in probably you know the tail end of the 80s and early 90s watching it playing it with, playing with my action figures 
just good good warm fuzzy memories you know <laughs> yeah so and now you will have memories of being in 2017 <laughs> <laughs> watching it for the first time on blu-ray noting how silly the sound effects are and yeah. how triumphant the soundtrack is mm -hmm. and how i enjoy it but i wish i had seen it as a child yep there are a handful of really sad parts that took place in like children's movies that i remember from back then and i think next to this one i'd put uh like when when um frankenstein gets sucked into the the fucking vortex in monster squad oh yeah that always made me really sad <laughs> at the end yeah and also when atreus horse gets oh like, yeah sucked into the fucking bog fuck that yeah that was that scene i always thought was really intense as a it kid. never ending story if you're not familiar yeah yeah, with yeah. what i'm talking about yeah you i'd probably still cry if i watched that, that right and now. uh that part and then the end when the wolf like attacks him mm -hmm. and he has to kill it i yeah. always thought that was like both of those scenes i thought were real scary mm -hmm. as, when i was a kid never ending story is one i watched a lot yeah how about we could probably do an episode on just like sad movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably i it always really got me too at the end of t2 uh-huh with the the thumbs up the thumbs as up. it's just like melting yeah oh my god maybe that'll be next week yeah. we'll just compile all of the saddest things <laughs> from 80s movies <coughs> we can think of well that's a little just a little casual conversation about the transformers movie from 1986 uh, before we go if you haven't watched this one in a while um you should definitely look for the Shout Factory edition that they put out know, maybe like six months ago or so. Yeah. Pretty recently. But it's a very nice steelbook edition. And uh, you get a widescreen and full frame uh, version on Blu-ray. Comes with a digital copy as well. And some cool extras. So... Shout Factory comes through as usual. Yep. So check it out. Look for it. And uh, we will be back next week with more nostalgic nostalgia. Nostalgic nostalgia. Yeah. Yep. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Stick around. Enjoy, chefs. chefing it up <laughs> you know chef me chef you chef you're chefing each other have you seen that video that's kind of well probably not because you don't fucking do anything on facebook but there's a video circulating facebook uh that i saw the other day that was um john legend sings actual gordon ramsay insults no and it's just like a it's like a silly 
like a sketch video, you know? Yeah. But it's just, yeah, John Legend at a piano, just like playing different tunes and singing various insults that Gordon Ramsay has spouted over his TV career. The best one is, uh, <laughs> there's more olive oil on this than Popeye's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I posted it to um, Lindsay's timeline, and I actually think my sister posted it on mine, so you should go to one of our pages and watch it. It's pretty funny. I like John Legend. Yeah. He put out a really good album earlier this year, if you're into John Legend. Yeah. I'll have to check that video out. It's pretty funny. So, before we roll out... Roll out. Autobots, roll out. (laughs) Keeping it topical. Yep. Um, <clears throat> just like a cream. Mm-hmm. That that super divorce cream. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We, uh, maybe one day we'll do that. I don't know any bands that have a cream. <laughs> <laughs> Get divorced from your acne. <laughs> super divorce cream. Yep. There we go. Good idea number seventy-three. Yep. And, um, yeah, superdivorceme.com, sign up for our email list, get a free download. Uh, also, facebook.com slash superdivorce, Instagram at superdivorceband, Twitter at superdivorce, Snapchat superdivorce. Me, you want to holler at me, you want to see me hollering at people <laughs> all across social media, Nicholas Villars, just look me up. And Bender, uh, Bender's going to give you the keys to his city here. Yep. I love that we built Cloud City on Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to you follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at BenderButt. You can find me on Twitter at BenderButts. And you can find me on Snapchat at BendersButt. Um, you can also add me on Facebook if you just search Zach Bender. I opened up my privacy the other day to allow anyone to add me instead of just friends of friends for now for now until until some weirdo adds me until we start getting stalkers yeah so but like i had a friend at work the other day try to add me on facebook and we don't have we didn't have any mutual friends so she literally couldn't add me mm. so i was just like fuck it yeah i'm gonna open this up let's open up this pit (laughs) well everyone thanks for hanging out yeah and we'll be back next week with something potentially lots of sad things from 80s movies (laughs) yeah and um thank thank you very much we'll see you next week enjoy chefs Don't hit the wrong button. That's the wrong button. It's the stop button. Oh, I thought you had to hit, like, record again. No, I don't have to. Oh, okay. I might be able to. Well, no, don't try it. What if we just double record everything? (laughs) Super divorce.